So it's the off season. Nothing's going on with men's soccer, or maybe just a little bit is going on. Let's talk to Bob Butorn about it. Coach, uh, a lot of events have come up, a lot of uh, bits of news I want to get to you, but let's start with the most recent, and that is no more six-team conference in the American. Uh, some good additions. Yeah. FIU, a nice little quote-unquote addition. Yeah, I think uh, FIU being the affiliate, uh, I think all the coaches within the conference agreed it would be a good match for us. Not, I'm not privy to whether that's going to be uh, – formal for the future, but I think right now as affiliate, FIU is a logical choice, especially for us here in the state of Florida. Um, but then also to add FAU and and, uh, and UNC and also UAB, I think all of those are um, quality teams and well-coached, so it's it's exciting. Like, we reduced the amount of games at conference because we were playing 10 with uh, playing the double round robin, but honestly, we're all kind of, we did that for COVID reasons, and now we're ready to kind of move on. We don't have to do that beat up on each other I think it in a lot of ways it hurts it's funny to hear you call it UNC Charlotte because I still think of them as that yeah. we'll have to figure out how to, to, to yeah, properly yeah. refer to them uh then the other thing from a national perspective before we get to USF was I noticed that uh, no more uh, overtime wins in the regular season if it's yeah. a, if it's a tie it's a tie what are your thoughts on that did you sense that was coming as well yes um yeah I, there's no doubt that was going to happen I serving on the championship committee we <laughs> knew that that was coming um, we know it makes logical choice. We saw the numbers of uh, overtime games, the amount of what that equated to over the sense of a se- over a season, of how many teams maybe played additional games with not even knowing it because they played so many minutes. So that being taxing on the body in, in an already tight, squeezed schedule for the fall, I think it made logical sense. So we were we were happy it passed. Now, we're still a ways away from the actual season, but you guys did have a busy spring. Uh, yeah. You don't have to get results and everything like that, but how much action did you get in, and what did you like? What, what uh, the general sense? Well, I think in general it was it was a scary start to the season. We had some interesting injuries, but then after we got going, we played uh, an MLS team, a USL team, uh, actually two MLS teams, and uh, we had what I think was a developmental uh, spring that we hadn't had in a couple of years. So for, for us and the guys, I think it was really productive. I like the way it looks next year. Um, I like the, the kind of the, the young guys that came in this spring. Um, the additions that we, that, we, that we brought in this spring were exceptional, so I think we're really looking forward to it. Uh, the women's basketball team rightfully gets recognized for its international additions, but I think you guys are right next to them, yeah. and in total probably more. Uh, it seems like I'm looking at the incoming Bulls, and most of them are from uh, overseas and, and not in the United States. So in general, what's that, what's that group looking like? I don't know if that's the case. I mean, I, I would think you, you might be right, but I think we added Ajmer, who's a local product, um, and I think he's going to be a good one. Um, but I think also that we, we, we always try to go for the local guys, but what we're finding is is the, the MLS, uh, the lure of the MLS with a lot of kids now um, and signing homegrown deals or signing USL deals is really affecting the market in the, in, um, in the domestic, especially with the quality kids that we, we compare to, you know, to them in the international market. Hmm. So I think we're all running into that. In fact, we just lost another kid a local kid who we thought we had uh, pretty much locked in, and he's going to go to UNC because now UNC is coming in our market because they're not their top market's losing to the MLS. Hmm. So it's a changing recruiting environment and landscape. But in general, you know the addition. I mean, if you look at our team, is about basically half. Uh, about, I would say about forty percent Florida kids, and then and we get a sprinkling of other domestic kids, and then there's probably another thirty percent, forty percent that are. Uh, uh, international, so it's it's a good mix of of kids, and uh, I'm pretty excited about you know what we've what we've done and how we've 
who've gotten kids in. I'm looking at some of the names of the locals, Andres and JT, of course, and it goes from there. Scargle, yep. Schaefer. There you go. Yeah, and Marcus Murphy. Yeah. Hey, let's 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 mention that name, Marcus yeah, yeah. Murphy. I see yeah. him on your board. So last year, let's revisit just how hamstrung you guys were. I think that might have been the only injury you didn't actually have was a hamstring injury, yeah, yeah. but how it looks like a healthy board now and how important that is. Yeah, yeah. I think, look, it was an unusual season. <laughs> uh, you and I had spoken about that before. It's It was an unusual two seasons. And uh, there's nothing you can do about it. You don't blame on it. You don't look as an excuse. You just get through it. But it's exciting to see that we have some healthy bodies. We look deep in every position. Um, we're excited about, uh, you know, kind of seeing how we grow as a team. We're still young, uh, but we've got some maturity and some right in the right spots. And we have an un- unbelievable schedule. So yeah. we're pretty excited about all those things. And then last thing, not on the board, those are the players we're looking at, uh, the student-athletes, uh, coaching staff. You've had, recently added a pretty familiar name. Tell yeah. us tell us <laughs> how excited you are about that. Yeah, it, look, get it. Awante is just a, a class human being and, a, and an, uh, I think it has a fantastic trajectory as a coach. And uh, he was actually somebody I was identified before I hired Eric the last time, but I really went with a goalkeeper guy, and I think uh, Armante was early at, at Temple. So landing him now and bringing him back uh, to the Bay Area is just uh, exciting. He's excited to be here. The players met him on, on Monday, mm. so they're excited to kind of move forward. So when you get a guy with that that kind of passion and that kind of history for the place and being a two-sport athlete, um, and he lives and breathes being a bull, uh, like look, that's gonna that's gonna benefit our program. So we're really excited. And it doesn't hurt uh, that he has that elite eight experience. Yes, three years he, as a player, I believe he didn't lose at home. So no yeah. pressure. I mean, you yeah, guys yeah. have got to keep that going, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's it's good for him to kind of uh, imply that when he gets here, the pressure of of what it's like to be a bull. Um, and I look, those, the, you know, every team and every player doesn't matter where they are. If they come to a school, they feel the pressures of winning. And I and I think, but to have a guy with the memories of what it used to be like in the Big East and and how that was and what was that yeah. what was that about and and now we're kind of getting comparatively you know the the, the depth of this conference is going to rival where those days were and but you know with all the transformation of the of the of the NCAA and where things going to shake out who knows what the conference will look like but I do think that he is going to add what it felt like to be in the past what it like to be a bull um, but again all these kids come here because they want to win There's no doubt about that. Excellent. I know you're a busy man. Thanks for a few minutes. Great catching up, Coach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Darren.